Some kids' crafting kits are meant to be bought, but not done. You're listening to A Little Debbie. It's a bite-sized version of the longer podcast, Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. I wrote a number one best-selling book called Best Offer, Best Life. And you can get in touch with me and find out more information about the classes I offer, webinars or webinars by going to my website, www.thedebsite.com. Dot com. I'm convinced some crafting kits are meant to be purchased, but not actually opened and completed. And how would they expect a five or six-year-old to complete some of these junky kits? Give me a spool of plastic thread and beads and watch my daughter go to work. Give her a pack of Sharpies and a ream of paper that costs a few bucks at Target, and she will occupy herself for a long time. Give me a bath bomb making kit and we'll both be in tears in about 20 minutes. So that being said, based on a recent experience, a crafting kit that I'd completely written off and was ready to give away, reminded me, remember to try it again. Do you have a potholder making kit that you bought maybe a year too soon for your child's skill level? Do you have a bunch of scrapbooking materials from the scrapbooking craze that was 10 or 15 years ago? Can you give it to your kids as the ultimate crafting box and let them just have free reign over all of your beloved Joelle stickers? Did you buy the Melissa and Doug plastic stencils that were more appropriate for teething than tracing at the time when you purchased them? Did extended family give your kids games that were a little bit beyond their skill level when they received them as a gift? Do you have a jar or a box filled with extra buttons that you can give to the kids to play and craft with if they're old enough not to eat them? My mom has a button jar and it's small and it's glass. This was back when jars were made of glass and not hard plastic. It's like sedimentary rock because at the bottom of the jar are these extra buttons from things we wore maybe 20 years ago. And as you move up to the top of the jar, it becomes buttons from my kids' clothes and more recent times. My older son, when he was a preschooler, he used to enjoy holding the jar and just shaking it because it made such a nice sound to him. And I'll never forget my mother saying as she gazed into the jar of buttons, I've had that jar of buttons for 30 plus years. And do you know how many times I've used it? None, not once, not one single time. And that gave me a huge laugh because, you know, she knows how to sew. So if you don't even know how to sew, what are you doing holding on to a box of buttons? If you're not going to learn how to sew a button, either get rid of the button box or let your kids play with them or watch a YouTube video with your kids and try to learn how to sew a button on altogether. Try again with the toys. That's the one thing that I'm guilty of. I have a little bit of an age gap between my kids. So I saved a lot of my older child's toys for my daughter. And I organized them so well in the attic that I actually had forgotten about them. They've been basically wasting away up in the attic. And now she's too old for some of them for herself. So remember to keep taking inventory of the toys that you've been setting aside. Otherwise, you're just really wasting space in your house. And some toys, honestly, they become part of the landscape of the room, it seems. You've been sitting and looking at that play grocery checkout thing for so long, you forgot to replace the batteries and reintroduce it to your child. 
and it just continues to sit there and take up space. And I find that my kids have their own toys. And when we have company over, the other kids show them how cool their toys are. And the other kids get my kids to look at their play space in a whole new way through a fresh set of eyes and they renew their interest in their old toys. But unfortunately, with the pandemic, we've drastically reduced the amount of play dates indoors. We really haven't had that experience. And now some of the toys are just kind of expiring. So I'm going to give it one more shot. I'm going to try again. This works with vegetables. When my daughter was five, she pointed out to me that our taste buds change over time. And she had learned that in her awesome preschool. She said how you were supposed to be part of the two bite club and try something for at least two bites before you decide if you don't like it. Maybe your kids don't like a vegetable one day and then the next day they'll try it. As parents, our job is to just keep continuing to offer the good stuff. I'll never forget one of the cartoons my daughter was watching. They were talking about how the main character didn't like tomatoes for the whole episode, except for the last 30 seconds when the character realized she actually does like tomatoes. But unfortunately, for 22 minutes, my daughter listened to this indoctrination and the faults of tomatoes and how bad they were. She had been happily eating slices of tomato up to that point, but then seeing it on TV that the character didn't like it, she decided she didn't either. So the last 30 seconds wasn't enough to undo the damage of the first 22 minutes. It planted that bad seed in her head about the tomato seeds, <laughs> pun intended. So I wanted to throw a rotten tomato at the TV myself. And anyway, for several years, she didn't like tomatoes. She wouldn't even try them. But then the other day she said, hey, I think I'll try that. That looks really good. And now she likes them again, thank goodness. So you never know how they're going to change their minds. Don't write off tomatoes, another vegetable, or other toys for the rest of their little childhood. There is some value in exposing your kids to different vegetables and different methods of cooking them cook it up, realizing, you know, you might end up throwing some of it away, but with nutrition, it ends up being worth it. Just getting them to try it. The same is true with toys. Since you own them anyway, might as well try them again. But if you went through all of quarantine or all of summer vacation or all of Christmas vacation and nobody touched that craft or toy or kit or puzzle, you have permission, give yourself permission to responsibly get it out of your space, give it to another child or donate it. But first, my recommendation is before you get rid of it, just one more time, try it again, see if their interest is peaked, see if they stick with it. And if they don't want it, there's no issue. Just get rid of it responsibly. 